An invite to the salon of Anne-Louise Brion de Jouy was a dream come true for the average pre-revolutionary Parisian party boy and girl, not just because Madame Brion de Jouy, who sat for Fragonard, was a magnet for celebrities, from Boccherini to Benjamin Franklin, who roomed with her neighbour Monsieur Leroy de Chaumont, Grand Master of Water and Forest and Honorary Intendant of the Invalides. But that's quite literally another story. The real glittering attraction of a session at the Briand was that Madame might play and might play her own music. The whole salon scene cooled considerably, what with the revolution and all, and though she continued writing music, like so many women composers, Briand de Jouy's music went unpublished and all but forgotten. But come 2021, her piano solo music played by Nicolas Horvath has been gathered together for the first time on Briand de Jouy, the piano sonatas discovered. Ornia Gallagher reports. Some of the music by women that has been recorded, some pianists think, well, this is by a woman and she was an aristocrat, so it must be very delicate and we have to play very sweetly and carefully because she was a titled woman. And Nicholas Orvat, as a pianist, he takes the opposite approach, that this is living music that she would have played with great verve. He really just plays the heck out of this music. I just realized how we didn't know all about the history of women in classical music, because when we talk about classical music, it's all about Mozart, Beethoven, Bach. My name is Aliette Delalleux, and I'm a journalist, a French journalist, working on classical music, and especially on women in classical music. When I hear some of their music and don't understand why we can't just tell them this is great music, I'm not sure a great piece is just born like a great piece. We have to tell stories about it. We have to to know the, the people who wrote this kind of piece of music. And I'm sure women just didn't get the chance to have all the storytelling about, about their music. And today when we discover uh, this music, we have to listen to them a lot and we have some the greatest artists to record them. And maybe in 10 years, maybe in 20 years, we're gonna say it's a great music. And so let's get talking about the specific woman that we're here today to talk about, who is Madame Brion. Yeah, people came to her because she was very important. She knew a lot of people, but she was a great musician and uh, her daughter too. So I guess when people went to Brion de Jouy, it was because of the music, but because of the people and the people there and because of her, because she was very influent and she knew people and she could ju just make some connection between people. She was a woman that people wanted to meet at that time and to be around. It was very important to be around her. Well, my name's Deborah Hayes and I'm retired from the University of Colorado in Boulder, where I taught musicology. Madame Brion de Jouy. She was known in her time as a 
fantastic pianist, but she was an aristocrat, well, a noble, in a noble family. Her husband was nobility. So she didn't ever publish her music or perform really publicly. She performed at a, what we now call a salon at home, invited people to her house. So people knew of her, but you know, today in the United States and in Europe, we think of successful composers as people who have a lot of public concerts and publish all their music. And it's the opposite in this period of about the 1770s, 1780s, 1790s. It was much more valued to have a professional but private career. And she was very much involved in current music. She had all sorts of musicians come and perform in her salon. So she knew all about opera and all about the latest orchestral music and the latest keyboard music. She was quite an inventor on the piano. What about her writing is distinctive to her? Well, I think, I know some people look at the music and they say, oh, it's, you know, there are these melodies and there's these accompaniment figures and it's very much in the style of, of Mozart and Haydn and her contemporaries. But when performed well, the way Nicholas Orvat performs them, it's really exciting music. When he was recording these, he kept saying, she's just a genius. She does, oh, look at what she does here. She invented techniques that pianists have always thought started with Czerny and Liszt, the better known virtuosos of kind of the next generations. But all this is in her music. She wrote almost 100 pieces of music but it was very intimate music. A lot of women in history just wrote music we can hear in a small group of people in a private place. So we found a lot of music for the pianoforte, a lot of leader, um, it's called melody, melody in French, and uh, for voice and um, music uh, for just small group of instruments. It was not symphony, it was not Opera, it was not a huge piece of music that can be published and can be here in a theater and something. The new recording of Nicholas Horvat playing her sonatas, that's probably a really big step for her music to be heard and therefore then the music sought by musicians to play. I think it's a, it's a great step for her and for all the women in history who just got forgotten because we can talk about their story and how important they were because of the letters, because of the, the biography we found about them. But when, you hear, when we hear the music... We can just have an, another way of dealing with their lives and maybe one recording is not enough. We have to record her music with different uh, instruments and I would love to hear it like from different people and maybe in concert too. 
because it's very different to hear the music recorded and in concerts. And um, and I hope people can hear the music, like the music, and maybe do something else with it. Aliette de Lalleux there, and you heard also from Deborah Hayes. Ornia Gallagher was the reporter. Bruyon de Jouy, the piano sonatas discovered, is on the Grand Piano label.